The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Emmy Award winner and two-time Grammy nominee David Cross is an inventive performer, writer, and producer on stage and screen. You might know David Cross from his comedy specials on HBO, New York Times best-selling books, outrageous comedy albums, and of course his zany roles on the sketch comedy series Mr. Show and as Tobias Funk in the hilarious TV sitcom Arrested Development. Originally from Atlanta, Cross now lives in Brooklyn, New York, but he returns to his roots for a tour of the South this spring on his worst daddy in the world tour mr david cross welcome to braves country this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 that's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the georgia coast Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Yes. Hey, David Cross, welcome to Braze Country, buddy. Hey, thank you. Sorry about that. I got a new phone and I don't know how to how it works <laughs> so i saw that you called and then i tried to get it and i just hung up on you accidentally no oh. worries proving that we're all old we don't know how to use our stuff either man we're just taking it day by day with the technology oh i hate it i hate the fact that i had to get a new phone and because my phone was so old and it's just it's a different operating system me like i'd say two and a half days of just figuring stuff out i still don't have it all down are you an apple or android guy because that that's another that's another big question uh, right? android you're an android, android. okay android. yeah so i had a samsung and i've only had samsung's uh and then i got a google uh, uh pixel 7 whatever <laughs> it's just it's just uh I mean, it's a completely different. I'm just not used to it. And I'm not good at this stuff. And this isn't my, I don't have the intuitive tech skills that the kids today have. Sometimes being an Android guy, you get treated like you're mm-hmm. from a different planet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and there's no sympathy at all. There's just, it's kind of like, well, you got what you asked for. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> uh, but that's on you. You figured it out. Yeah. Um, How could yeah. you be so dumb? Like, I used to be a, into tech. I used to be a guy that was really into whatever the newest gadget was. Now it's like, I, I wish I didn't have a phone or didn't have to have a phone at all. 
Well, you know what? I, one thing I've been like threatening just to myself uh, for years, like I got to get off Twitter. I got to get off Instagram. It's a waste of time. It bums me out. Uh, I got to get off this stuff. And when I did the switch, like my, you know, I had to kind of manually go in and input um, you know, passwords and log into accounts and get them back up. And I purposely didn't do Twitter or Instagram. So those those are off. So I'm I'm kind of happy about that. That was a little happy accident where I'm like, all right, forget it. I don't need any of this stuff in my life right now. <laughs> I, like I've completely quit responding to people on social media unless it's something that you know is is innocent enough. Like if, if people have you know a problem or they want to complain or they you know just you, mm-hmm. sometimes you get tagged in things that, that you wouldn't normally answer to anyway. Like I avoid that stuff like it's the plague. I don't have to. I'm gonna argue with somebody on social media. Just I'm, I'm not gonna do yeah. it. It just ruins your day. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not even looking at it. It's brought a whole new. Uh, Refreshing, refreshing look at bathroom time uh, <laughs> when I don't have that to occupy my time. But uh, right. yeah, I'm just I'm not even you know. I mean, I'll have the account just to put stuff out like, hey, I'm going to be on tour and all those kind of things. But I'm not. I don't go on it. I'm not looking. I'm not. There's no whatever the DMs are. They'll just sit unanswered and all that stuff. Don't need it. No, don't Dave- want it. Talking to David Cross. You can find him on the web, officialdavidcross.com. His Twitter handle, though he doesn't use it anymore, so probably shouldn't look him up. <laughs> David Cross. No, you, I mean, you can, you can use it. I'm just not going to respond right. or even look. Being originally from Atlanta and growing up a Braves mm-hmm. fan and being a Braves fan, do you miss Atlanta? Well, I mean, I don't. I, you know, I'm back like three, four years uh, minimum. Um, I'm, all my family's, I have one sister in North Carolina, but everybody else is in Atlanta and I got a kid now. So we're back there three, four times a year. Um, and it's a pretty easy, quick flight from, uh, uh, New York to Atlanta. And, uh, so, uh, you know, when I, it, it's, it's not like I'm away for that long to miss it. There's, you know, I'll go back and I'll occasionally, uh, I mean, there's things that I miss about it, you know, um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy, you know, where I am right now. Living in NYC. So, do, have you adopted like the Mets or the Yankees, or are they or are they just off the? Off oh the hell no! Thank I you. I can't believe Thank you guys you. would even ask. Well, that. but you, it was absolutely actually not. It was absolutely <laughs> not. Fantastic. No. Never. I love your enthusiasm. I love how emphatic you are, but you'd no. be surprised how many people we have on that says, oh, you know, I'm in New York, so I've adopted the Mets or adopted the Yankees. And no, I, in my I, head, it doesn't work like that. It exactly doesn't right. work like that. Uh, you know, there's there's one, I, I've really been trying to get my daughter into baseball, and she's just not interested. And I'm so jealous of when I go to the park and there's dads there with their young kids. And it's, <laughs> I've tried, man. I mean, it just, you know, and I'm I'm like a Braves fan and a Red Sox, and so I mean Mets and Yankees are mortal enemies. And right. uh, but I did have a fear like, oh, what if when she gets older she really gets into the Mets or the Yankees, and I'm going to have mm-hmm. to go with her. And and so that was a that's something that was in the back of my mind. But um, she just doesn't care. She hasn't taken a shine to it, which is disappointing. Maybe not my daughter. What about college football? Can maybe you can get her into there? Now, are you, do you keep up with college football? Because we're big Bulldogs fans. How about them dogs? Uh, you know, not really. I mean, only uh, like I was kind of pulling for 
Georgia, and, and uh, just because of all my friends who went to UGA, but not. Re- I mean, that's the only kind of link I have to it. Um, and just you know, obviously they represent the state, uh, so you know, I not that it's I'm passionate about it, but yeah, sure, I'd rather see Georgia than Ohio State or TCU. Uh, sure. You know, uh, but. You know, I don't have any kind of allegiance to it. I mean, I love Athens, but uh, I don't care about PA really. And they also uh, wouldn't, they didn't accept my application, so that's them. <laughs> I do. They don't accept anybody's application anymore, well, man. I, it is I, impossible. I Come on, to I get squeaked in. in there. I squeaked these in there. days. It is impossible to get into <laughs> Georgia. Like all of my buddies, they all and their kids. Everybody has filled out application. Everybody's applied, and 99% of them get rejected. It's unbelievable how hard it is. Remember Louis Grizzard a long time ago? Do you remember him? Do you know who yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he talked yeah. in the 80s. He would be like, if you drove through Athens with your window down, they'd throw a diploma in your car. <laughs> those days are over, man. Yeah. As far as that, it's hard to well, get that in. Was when, those were the days when I didn't get in because uh, oh, you know, well. I applied in 82. <laughs> so I, I understand so. the slight then. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Now, what about the Bravos, though? Uh, you know, for me, uh, coming up in the 80s, uh, I loved Dale Murphy. That was the guy who I had the poster on the wall and all uh, that. Yeah. What about you? Who are your favorite Braves yeah. players coming up? Uh, I mean, Dale Murphy uh, probably was right up there. And I loved Glenn Hubbard. And um, and whenever I do, I've you know written some shows and, and movies and stuff and uh, put uh, – um, the members of the 82 Braves in there. Like I had, I did a movie called Hits that I wrote and directed up, up in, here in upstate New York. And um, and there were two police officers and they were named Lemke and Blouser. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect. Um, and I just put them in different shows. I, I, I pr- I'm trying to get through the whole starting lineup. <laughs> um, I loved uh, Pasquale Perret. Oh, and, 285. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, it was a, uh, uh, was th- those were really, it was a, a a fun era, you know. Especially, well, I mean, they got swept by St. Louis in the yeah. playoffs, but still. So ninety five because you talked about shows and movies and whatever. Obviously, Arrested Development was huge for you, and it was a an incredible show, and it was awarded. Then you had a show on HBO called Mr. Show from 95 to 98, and I missed out on that because I was in the Navy, and we didn't have HBO in the Navy. So I, I didn't get to know that until later, but that's the same year, 95 when it started. That's the same year the Braves won the World Series. So, man, you, you actually made out that year. That was a good year for you. Yeah, well, check this out. I was at the game where they won the World Series. I was at that game. I took my sister, uh, who's also a big uh, fan, Falcons fan, and uh, – yeah, we were at that game. I was at the, that was the last game at Fulton County Stadium. That was, you know, about as exciting a World Series win as I've seen, and I was and I was there. That's such a great mm-hmm. memory. Uh, my my son and I were able to be at some of the World Series games, you know, leading up in 2021, and and those memories mm-hmm. are irreplaceable. Now we weren't we you know because they obviously won in Houston, so I didn't we weren't there, but uh, getting to right. to be here and see the team do really well is is lifelong, man. You never let that go. So I would imagine the first World Series championship as a Braves fan. At Atlanta Fulton County Stadium, which is still my favorite stadium to date, on any dude, and that includes Yankee Stadium, what? Old Yankee Stadium, <laughs> how, how all is of them. That 
stadium your favorite stadium? It's so nostalgic for me, man. I'm telling you, it's my favorite stadium. The, I, the launching pad, man. Dude, That's where Aaron oh, broke the mean, record. Okay, you mean for, like, memories and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. So, like, if you were to ask me, do I want a T-shirt that, you know, you know because they make T-shirts with all the stadiums on it now, I would get mm-hmm. Atlanta Fulton County because I remember growing up in Dalton, Georgia, and we would come through mm-hmm. town, and you'd make the Grady Curve, and there it was off to the left yeah. it, and it was i mean it was like something out of a movie for me because yeah. we didn't get to atlanta a lot right right i understand i just thought you were like uh you know as like an enjoyable <laughs> yeah, place right. to go no that stadium sucks but uh <laughs> there's, there's way better stadiums right. a lot of but, great uh, memories but yeah you're exactly right you know and it was a replica it's like there was like five of them yeah yeah that's right that's right. What I liked about it is you could pay seven bucks and go sit in the dugout with Dale Murphy. You know, it, it didn't matter. You could. You well, could... that's it. When I was a kid, there. I don't know if you remember, but there's a chain of, of. I don't know if they're still around. I haven't seen them in forever. But a chain of you know, like do-it-yourself uh, car washes where you 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 know you drive into the the little bay and then it's got the wand with the the rinse and the foam and all that stuff. And it was called National Pride Car Wash. And they would have coupons. And they would be like National Pride Car Wash Day, <laughs> you know, at the Braves game. Mm, right. And it was, uh, I think it was four bucks. It was four bucks to get in with the coupons. And then, and then you and just walked down. So there. my friends and I, yeah. And it was like, there weren't that, that many people there. You know, so you just walk down and security was pretty lax. And, uh, yeah, you just walk, you know, get much better seats. True. Speaking of great seats, man, I had the honor of working at the recent uh, REM Chronic Town 40th anniversary show. And I just did it so I could uh, stand on the side of the stage and watch all those great artists. Oh, man. And, and it was great to meet you at that thing. Uh, we did the Athens show at the 40 Watt and then here at the Battery mm-hmm. at the Roxy in Atlanta. And um, REM is such an important band in, in music history, but especially in Southern or Georgia music history. Uh, what was it like for you to be asked to host that thing? I mean, a privilege and an honor and, you know, a very worthy cause as well, um, you know, especially in the current climate, you know, the, the Planned Parenthood and uh, um, and just all those legends. And uh, I mean, R.E.M. was really, really important to me when I was coming up. And I told a bunch of goofy stories and anecdotes about, you know, seeing a bunch of those folks, seeing Pylon when they were at the the bistro and 688 and um and just various members of some of those guys coming out and uh and it was uh i mean it was non-stop thrilling there was a thrill there was uh and that first night in athens i, I was just like i can't believe this i can't believe all these people are together in this room doing this it, it was amazing and then uh and you know uh peter buck and mike mills up there and then uh Stipe and Bill Berry were in the audience in Athens and hung out and uh um and I had met uh Peter Buck before in Seattle cuz his ex-wife had the Crocodile Lounge which I used to go to all the time um when I was doing shows up there and and I think he was part owner of that and uh and so I talked to him before but I came in and it was raining I don't know if you remember that it was kind of pouring out and I walked uh to the back of the venue and I come in, and I'm just looking to get a laminate and kind of get settled and this little scrum of people. And then I get through, and Peter Buck's there, and he goes uh, – I barely even said hi at this point. And he's like, hey, David, um, I was reading your book, and, uh, hey, we went to the same high school. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, 
Yeah, we went to, and the school doesn't exist anymore, uh, um, or elementary school. It was uh, Crestwood High School in, and it's not there anymore. I think it got folded into something else. But yeah, he was he was uh, the the first year it opened up. He was there. So that was kind of crazy to learn that Peter Buck and I went to the same elementary school. That's crazy, especially to learn afterwards. That's when it like yeah. you, you start like, well, well, who else did I go to school with? Because I, I didn't go to school with anybody famous. In Dalton, Georgia, there's not really any famous people. Maybe you were the famous guy. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, you know, like Marlon Maples came from Dalton, Georgia. That was about it. Oh, you know what? Deborah Norville, I think she does uh, Inside Edition or oh, something sure. like that. So, yeah, Norville, yeah, super nice lady. So, But there's just not many famous people there. So to find out that you went to school with somebody that's that's famous is unbelievable man you have to go literally yeah. go back in your head and go did we run into one another did we ever speak you know just we, trying we to figure it all out that i think he he was out of there before i was because he, okay. he was he was there when it opened up and i got i went in in fourth grade so we we kind of missed each other um but i was shocked to learn that i was uh actually the the second most famous person to go to Crestwood that's Elementary right. School. That's, that's awesome. You put yourself in the rankings. This is so good. <laughs> I love it. You got a big tour. U.S. and Canada is coming throughout the South doing rock venues, and uh, it'll be April 13th through the 29th, and, and it's called the Worst Daddy in the World Tour. The only thing that I can tell so far, I mean, this is the only thing you've shared with me about your parenting, is that you're failing with making your daughter a Braves fan. So, I mean, you got some work to do, man. That I mean, that's a first notch on the Worst Dad list ever. I know. No, well, I, I'm, I'm. It's not for lack of trying, man. And I'm, I'm even. I mean, I'm going into football and dipping into basketball. I mean, just trying to get her uh, into. She's just not. She's just bored by it. Even as I try to explain things, and then I, I sound desperate the more that I'm trying to get her to. <laughs> right. I'm just like, um, see, honey, that's called the. You know, which doesn't. <laughs> right. And, uh, and you know, maybe it's a bit early. Maybe she'll get there later. But um, uh, and she's really. You know, athletic, and she does uh, taekwondo and swimming and stuff like that. Wow. But I just, she just has no thought. Well, maybe football or basketball, just to because there's more movement. And I get, I understand. You know, for a, a five year old, baseball is like slow. Right. You know, so that's why I was like, all right, maybe football, maybe basketball, just to get her into it. But uh, so far. If we're not, uh, she's uh, her mother's daughter. But let's be honest. As we talk to David Cross, you can find him under the web, uh, official davidcross.com. On Twitter, at David Cross with an extra S. So three S's, David Cross with an S on the end. The more you try to convince your kids to do something, the more that they yeah, rebel. They push yeah. back on that. That's, I yeah. mean, that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's, and I've, I've really stepped back and I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe next year, maybe, maybe. I, I really have like stopped trying to push it because you're exactly right. The more you do that, the more they're gonna. That's just nature, you know. It's a natural thing for a kid to do as they start, you know, finding out who they are and individuating. Going, well, if my likes this and my dad likes that, then I'm gonna like something else because I'm me, you know. Right. So. You got to you got to trick her in and be like, man, I sure do love my vegetables at dinner. It's my favorite <laughs> thing to <laughs> just to go go the opposite use of reverse psychology. Oh, yeah. Get her to eat reverse healthy. psychology. Sure. <laughs> David, I heard you talk about uh, having trouble being an older dad before, and I was wondering if that's something that plays mm -hmm. into you being the worst daddy in the world, the fact that you're kind of an older dad. No, I not at all. I mean, uh, I have always had a, a really good energy level for my age, whatever that age was, and, uh, um, you know, I can still run around with her and, and do all the stuff that, and you know, you need to do and, uh, um, uh, 
and I have plenty of time to be with her. I'm probably, I'm probably, you know, around that kid more than 95% of American dads, other American dads. I mean, I, uh, unless I'm on the road and she's been on the road with me when I, the last tour I did, we put a pack and play in the crib and the tour bus and she was there the whole time. So I've been with that kid, you know, from the very beginning. And, uh, and it's, and so it's not like being old. It's not. And also I don't feel old. So that's a big part of it. Um, but it's just, it's, you know, there's some bits that are in the, the set that refer to it. And it's really, you know, that's only, I only use, I mean, maybe 25% of the, that is about being a dad and most of it is not but i think the cumulative all the stuff i'm saying some people would look at me and go that's the worst daddy in the world even though i'm not <laughs> and it's actually a really great dad and you know i think that it's it's the the totality of what i'm talking about and uh and she also gave me the name for the tour because there have been plenty of times when you know i didn't give her extra ice cream or right. something and now i'm the worst daddy in the world You're so right. that's where that's you've been where given a nickname you've been given a nickname <laughs> that's, that's right. fantastic love it, yeah dude. yeah that's awesome Hey, man, I love that you're playing these rock clubs around the South and really around the whole country. You're doing the whole country in Canada, and um, and it's something you kind of launched. Uh, I don't know if you invented the concept, or I think a lot of guys from down here have kind of wanted to play the 40 Watt and the Cat's Cradle and places like that because the rock bands that we love did that. I, and those are all yeah. venues I work in with rock bands, and I think it's cool that you know national, internationally known comedians are, are doing tours in these places. And uh, I know Mitch Hedberg did that too. And uh, what? What what is that like for you? I mean, wh why do you go to the rock shows uh, and do these clubs rather than playing well, a comedy club? Because I haven't played comedy clubs in. Uh, I think the last comedy club I played was 2004, I think. And what I've been doing, uh, it, this is I'm going back to kind of my roots and what I what I used to do, uh, you know, back in the early aughts and uh, for a while there was I would go out on the road with a band and would open, play like 30 to 45 minutes, and then like no downtime right into me, and I would go out and do, you know, two-hour shows. So I, I just go up until I had to pee, you know, and then the show would be over. But, um, you know, just drinking the whole time, and it was really, really, really fun. It was really loose, no pressure, and that kind of resulted in the – the first album I did, the Shut Up You F and B, I don't know if we can swear. Are we allowed to swear? We'll bleep sure. it if we we'll have to. The, net to. the network will bleep right. it. So, all right, so Shut Up You F Baby was the first uh, thing, and that came from that tour, and uh, and that's just what I did for a while, and then I just, it's, you know, things started getting bigger, and I became uh, a bigger comedian, I guess, and uh, so I started playing theaters and, and doing a bunch of Theaters and like I, in Atlanta, I would do like the the not the Congress Center. Is that it? The Congress Center. It's where it's it's where I uh, it's where I graduated. Where <laughs> graduation ceremony? I think the Congress Center. And then uh, maybe not. What, what's the place I'm thinking of? Anyway, um, and you know the Symphony Hall and stuff like that. And uh, uh, and then I was going to go out on tour two years ago uh, or a year and a half ago, and uh, the COVID. Delta, Om Omicron thing, uh, canceled the tour. So everything was canceled. Mm -hmm. And then I was talking to my wife, and I was, you know, we were at a bar, and I was just sort of lamenting, like, oh, I missed 
this part of it. I missed doing clubs and that feeling and the vibe and the energy. And, and she's the one who said, like, you know, do it. That's what you should do then. Just go back and do that, you know? And so that's where it came from. I'm kind of, because I play, I think on that 2001, 2000, and then the next two tours, I think I played the variety. And, uh, which is, you know, a little smaller. And But I love it. It's fun. And so that's pretty much where that came from. It's just, it's, it's, and, and there's nothing wrong, bad about in a theater, a bigger theater. They're just different, you know? Yeah, sure. Like you yeah. perform differently. You're not, you're not quite making that connection. Uh, and I just love the intimacy of just everybody right there. Everything in life is is better when it's smaller. I mean, I, even even down to like you know, uh, Snicker. Well, give I me the my, Snicker my bite wife size. Might, uh, might have a different. <laughs> uh, With the exception that. of maybe one, maybe one thing. <laughs> I take I take yeah. it back. I stand corrected, sir. <laughs> I mean, you set that up. Come on, you, how was I not supposed to? Yeah, that was a softball. Spiking it, right it down. Spiking it down. That's right. No one what to go with. David Cross, let's talk about this tour a little more in depth here. Uh, you know, uh, you're doing the whole country and all that, but let's focus in on April 13. Well, let, let me let me just. I'm sorry to uh, interrupt, but let me just interject that this what you'll see on the website is the first leg. Oh, um, because I'll get plenty. It's only 40 dates, and I'll I'll get plenty of people going. Hey, how come you're not coming? To, you know, Indianapolis or uh, yeah. what? How come you're not coming to? That's a good feeling. Or whatever, and they, I will. I will get there. It's just I'm breaking. I'm not touring like I used to, where I just go out for three, four months, and that's it. And because I got a, you know, my kids in school and stuff, so I'm gonna, I'm just going out like anywhere from four to eight days at a time, and then back home, and uh, and then back out for you know like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then back home for a couple of days. So I, this is the first leg. I will. There'll be a second leg. We'll probably take a. Uh, six, seven weeks off in the summer. I'll get back out there at the end of the summer, fall, and I'll hit the places that aren't on there. I'll do the rest of Canada. I'll go to Europe, and all that will be out there. So don't freak out, you know, because I do get a lot of like, you know, this is bullshit, you know. What, what's wrong with Tempe? Yeah. I thought you liked Tempe, you yeah. know. They don't want to drive into Phoenix. They want you to come out to Tempe. Hey, but, and, and you know, I thank you for clarifying that because I was a little concerned because there's no Athens, Georgia 40-watt date here, and I was like, yeah, what's going on? You're right. falling yeah, well, into the trap. I mean, well, I was talking with Valina, yeah. and she was also like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't like us anymore. I don't know. Maybe that was it. Uh, that's it. And people will take it personally. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. um, people will take it personally. And no, nobody nobody should take my not being in your your, your town uh, personally, except for people in Florida. You guys can take it personally because I'm never going back there. But outside of that, don't take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. Too many jorts wears. Uh, what do they wear down there? Uh, yeah, Those jorts. Yeah, 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 jean yeah, shorts. We don't like yeah, the Florida yeah. people either too much. I mean, we we yeah. we well, we're okay Tobias, with Tobias. No, Tobias on Arrested Development. He would wear yeah. he would wear jean shorts. Yeah, he would. In sure. the shower. Sure. Would, would love Florida. We, we like right. North Florida though. That's we kind of annexed North Florida as part of Braves country, so that's okay. But but right. uh, you know Gainesville. Right. It's all right. What? No, Gainesville's the mm-hmm. worst. That's where University of Florida oh, the, is. The covered dish, though. What a great rock club. Man. Okay, well, then, look, maybe I'll take 38. If we're annexing in, I'll take okay. 38. All right. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. 
That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Okay, so let's go through the the dates that you are playing on the first leg of the Worst Daddy in the World Tour with special guest Sean Patton. And I want to go through each of these cities and ask you, uh, you know, for something you love about the city or the... No, no, no. We're just going to go through the south. Just the southeast. Just Braves country. Just the Braves country spot. Yeah, Yeah, just for our listeners. And I want to hear, like, if you like something particularly about one of these cities or if you don't like something or uh, maybe. You love it, hate it kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. Here we go. April 13th in Knoxville, Tennessee. uh, April 13th at the Bijou Theater. What do you think about Knoxville? Um, You know what? I was under the impression we played in Knoxville, and then I got my old notes from two from uh, the last tour, uh, so oh, I'm going to say four years ago, um, and I wrote that I, because well, I, I make notes on uh, every place and venue, and uh, apparently I had a great set in Knoxville. I liked the people, and I liked the venue. I don't even know where the venue was, but I guess I liked it. Uh, that Bijou Theater is a classic spot, and uh, my buddies in Blackberry Smoke just sold it out the other day. And Driving and Crying was in there, and they sold it out, too. So I, I bet you you'll nice. sell it out, too. Uh, April 14th, Columbia, South Kakalaki at the Senate. What do you think about Columbia? I, I, I don't think it—I I don't remember, and I don't think I was there on lay in the last tour, but I was there. I know I've been there. I just don't have any memory. Um, and you got you guys got to remember that a lot of boring is you're in and out. You're yeah. not hanging out, unfortunately. You don't. You just don't get that. That's a luxury if you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you'll like roll in town, and I mean, I don't have to do a sound check or anything like that. And you get into your uh, hotel, and you get some food, take a shower, you go do the show, and then and, you know, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm up late, you know, uh, doing that show, and then uh, and then you get up and you either get on the bus or you get on the bus after the show, or you go to the airport at you know eight in the morning. So it's it, you don't you don't get the luxury often of getting to go out and really discover a town, you know. Columbia is the uh, home of the University of South Carolina Gamecocks. So when you're there, say go Gamecocks or something, and you'll get a rise out of them. Uh, April fifteenth, okay. April fifteenth, uh, big day for everybody, and it's you'll be in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, at the Charleston Music Town. Uh, excuse me, Charleston Music Hall, and that's a great town, Charleston. If you like fishing, I, I love Charleston, and the what I love so much one is the aesthetics of it. You know, it's got kind of that Savannah vibe to it, and uh, and the food, the food is great, incredible. Yeah. I mean, Charleston is a great food town, really good. What are you, you going to eat? Some seafood while you're there, I take it. Or the barbecue. Oh yeah. Okay. 
There we go. Uh, oh, seafood. I think, uh, well, I'll, I'll be having plenty of barbecue, and I want to be, uh, you know, uh, judicious about because I don't want to eat like nine meals in a row or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I'll just be sitting in a wheelchair from the set. But uh, <laughs> I've got to be careful. Tired. So I'll save, I'll save barbecue for like Tennessee, yep. North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, maybe the next uh, night. Maybe in Alabama. Yeah, the next night you'll What's be uh, Birmingham, Alabama, April 18th at Iron City. What do you think about Birmingham, Alabama? Um, you know, it's I, I was just there, a uh, really great place called the Satellite Lounge, I want to say, uh, not too long ago. Really nice folks. Um, and I had the idea of taping a special at, at Birmingham uh, when I was in Birmingham, which is uh, still a possibility, but I'm not sure. Um, but I've got two nights there, I believe. And uh, I don't know, as a, not, there's not a whole lot going on, but uh, I certainly had a, a really fun show there. And, and I also like playing the South in particular because, you know, it's, it's where I'm from. I'm, it's very familiar to me. And just a little bit more... It just comes out, whether I like it or not, just a little bit more button pushing, a little bit more uh, poking at, you know, the kind of restrictive culture that I was brought up in, you know. I know the feeling, yeah. Uh, so and then you come into Atlanta, the Variety Playhouse, the next, uh, well, not the next night, the next week on the 27th of April. We know you love it here. Mm-hmm. You got April 28th in Asheville at the Orange Peel. What a great town Asheville is. Oh, I man, there. I had never been to Asheville before. That's where I taped the specials ago. That's where I taped that special, the Okamon special at, at uh, Asheville. And I've, I'd i never been to Asheville. I just yeah. fell in love with it. That is an awesome, great, great town, great room. The Orange Peel is great. Just, just uh, what a great experience! Really enjoyable. I love and that I love cl- the town. I love that club because uh, most clubs you go into, their black boxes are painted black, and that's cool. But that one is painted orange everywhere, so it's kind of a little <laughs> yeah. brighter. And I know you did yeah. a special there before, so uh, one of your home home cities right there, basically Asheville, North Carolina. April twenty nine, you're up in Chapel Hill or Carborough officially at the Cat's Cradle. That's a classic rock room. Played there before and had a really a great time and. Uh, Again, good people, and uh, um, Apple Hill, you know, great, great town with some, I've got friends there. I've got friends in a lot of these places, you know, um, but, you know, good food and good people, and I'll head down to the Merge Records office and stop in and say hi and grab some freebies, and uh, (laughs) um, yeah, Chapel Hill's great. Well, hang on, like, you you said something good about every one of them. There's got to be something that you don't like about some of them. I think May 20th, Nashville, Tennessee is where he's going to get around, because everybody has a bad opinion on Nashville. Marathon Music Works, I mean, you either love or hate Nashville. Um, well, well, this is, I, I don't love or hate it. I mean, I'm it's uh, of all those cities it's the one that's probably grown the fastest like nashville today doesn't look anything like it did 10 years ago i mean it's huge now it's really now i i now i will say this the last time not the last time but the time before last that i did a show in nashville the mayor came to the show and then i think 11 days later was forced to resign her office <laughs> uh, i'm not saying those two things are connected but yeah, maybe but they, they are could be. if you don't want your mayor, you want <laughs> a different right. mayor send them down to my show that's right we will get them fired did or the, do our damnedest yeah. Did the mayor give you the key to the city or anything like that to put him in the line of fire a little bit? Uh, that's why she uh, was forced to that resign. Was exactly. It was an outrage <laughs> protest. Uh, How could you? No, she 
It was just the timing of uh, you know her scandals uh, coming to forth. But she, yeah, she was there. She hung out with us. There was a because I knew a bunch of people in Nashville, and we all went to this dinner afterwards. And, and she was there, and it was weird. Wait, this so, is weird having the mayor <laughs> hanging out with. Yeah, you. we're talking to David Cross. Is she the one that was like sleeping with the police officer or something like that? Wasn't it? A, there was yeah, a crazy there, story. There were two different things. There were two that. Uh, surfaced like within days of each other. Like there was a whatever the first thing was. I think it was like an impropriety with uh, some finances or something. And she was like denying it. And this is you know we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then the other it, one of one of the two things happened. And then the other scandal came up like three days later. And she's like, all right, well you got me. I'm out of here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she just threw all her chips in. All right, I'm out. I thought she's like Kramer on Seinfeld. Uh, it's obvious that you love stand-up, man. It's, it's so clear, and you're such a funny guy, man. It makes so so much sense to me. It's hand in glove. Do you prefer movies or TV better? Like when you're doing them, when you're when you're acting in them, or, or even producing and putting it together. What, what's your favorite of the two? Oh, they're. I mean, it's all. They're so different. I, I can I can say easily without hesitation. The thing that I cannot without doing is stand-up, and. I wouldn't be happy if I never acted or wrote. I mean, that'd be weird. I don't know what kind of, I don't know why that happened. You know, if there's, uh, if it was like federally mandated or the <laughs> state said you can't ever write again, but whatever, in this scenario, um, I mean, I wouldn't, it would be frustrating and I wouldn't be happy, but I could, I could do that. But to not be able to do stand up would be uh, just kind of crippling, you know? I, and, and, last special I did, which I self, you know, I just self-produced because the tour got canceled that I was about to go out on. And uh, and I was like, well, I, I don't want to, you know, all this material's ready to go. So I just shot, you know, paid for it myself and shot a special here in Brooklyn and put it together pretty quickly. And it's on my website. But, um, uh, uh, you know, that had been, it had been a year and seven months since I had done a set. Is, the longest, by far, by far the longest I'd ever gone without being on stage. And it was really hard. And, you know, a lot of it was, I was in Toronto for six months and we were um, stuck there, like uh, quarantined or, or uh, stay-at-home orders is what they uh, called it. And we were there because my wife was working and had to take the kid and just, you know, it was it was pretty brutal. And uh, so, yeah, a year and seven months. was. And when I did my first set, I started getting emotional they started getting emotional like and and for a second i was like oh my god am i gonna lose it am i gonna <laughs> cry on stage and <laughs> and, and that's where one of the bits came from where i just sort of diverted and i was like uh scrambling on my feet to not get choked up about this like thing <laughs> you know but uh um yeah you know yeah. i mean my my first first set was at the punchline in uh marietta sandy springs Gosh, that's a um spot. yeah it was at the Punchline at Sandy Springs when I it was the week before my 18th birthday. Holy cow! And That's I've cool. Been doing it, yeah, and I've been doing it ever since. You know, being a dad, and and I know the tour is called the the worst daddy in the world tour because you got a, a baby girl. Does she recognize your voice? Is she starting to recognize your voice in like Kung Fu Panda or Alvin and the Chipmunks or you know any of those movies? Not yet. I mean, uh, the last uh, uh, the last thing we did actually there was one thing maybe it was Megamind and she said I think she said you know said something like that sounds like you or something but I've never told her and I haven't shown her anything that I'm in you know where my face is in it uh, uh, because I don't want to ruin that for her you know and and I want her I'm, I'm doing a, a good but like she doesn't see that stuff uh, no 
because I'm ashamed of it, just because I don't want to ruin the the fantasy and the the thing that she's you know I don't don't want her to question and uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I totally get it because it seems like it would make it different, and, and you just wanted to be it a regular make it totally kid. Totally different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to be able to. So the stuff you know, voice stuff is. Uh, I mean, she's at this point. I mean, it, it, whether it was like happened to be on. TV or at her friend's house, but I mean, Kung Fu Panda and uh, what was it I just said? Um, uh, Mega Mind, Alvin and Chipmunks. Uh, Mega Mind and uh, 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 what was the other one? The um, uh, uh, there's another one. Men in Black. George. No, oh, curious. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just talking about the voice stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she has, she's heard all that, but has not made any connection. So that's good. Do they just pay well? Is that why you're drawn to it, or is it something that you really enjoy doing? Um, both. I mean, I really, I love doing that stuff. It's, 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 you can just go nuts and, uh, um, it's, it's an enjoyable experience. And it's also, it's pretty easy. You're just sort of, you know, you, you have, depending on the, the, you know, the length of the, the character and how much, how big it is, how big the part is. But I mean, you're really, really like, uh, three long, sessions that are like a day long and those are hard i mean by the end of the day you're just like wiped out toast because you you know and and but there's only like three or four of them and then you go back in over the months and you do maybe a three-hour session and then you do another one you know as they keep refining it and editing it and coming up with alt lines you go in you do like two or three more three-hour sessions and then you're just in there you have maybe three more where you're in there for an hour and then it's all about like we need more efforts. That's the worst part of it. It's like oh, you have wow. to do half an hour of screaming and grunting and getting hit, and that's sort of <laughs> mind-numbing. Yeah, but, I can uh, imagine. but, yeah, I mean, in a relative sense, you know, and I'm getting on the subway and I'm going to, well, I don't know, nine stops in a Manhattan and going to a sound sound studio and doing it. With the accent that I have, I, I've always kind of wanted to do something like that, like voiceover. You know what I mean? Just sure. because I feel I feel like yeah. I could do like the best big dumb hillbilly character ever, sounding the way I do. You know, so it, it oh, it's intriguing. I thought that's what you been doing the whole time. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes, that's why Wait, I just figured it would translate so, well because I'm good at it. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I love it. Because I heard you talking before with a slight English accent. Yeah, I thought right. oh, you're just putting this on for everybody. Yeah, right. You're uh, uh, educated at Oxford. That's and uh, right. No. Had dropped out of Dalton State College in Dalton, Georgia three times. That's, that's what you get. <laughs> three times? Uh, it's like a record. <laughs> I, I swear, it's got to be a record. Well, you're a quitter. <laughs> hey, David Cross. Uh, I know that you uh, you started working a little bit with Jack Black on the on Mr. Show, and then I heard that you actually wrote some songs for him or with him for Tenacious D. And I don't know which ones they are. No, I didn't write any songs. That's, okay, that's uh, that's yeah. not that's uh, fake news. There, that's fake not, news. That's fake news. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? What? Clarify. No, clarify. I, well, we, uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk and I, you know. Kind of got them, uh, uh, went to HBO and pitched them doing, um, you know, the series that was Tenacious D that aired after Mr. Show on HBO. Um, and we uh, co-wrote and uh, uh, produced everything, um, but we didn't write songs. No, that's all. That's them. That's their. That's their genius. And um, uh, I don't even know if we even like contributed a line or anything i think we didn't really do that uh and they had plenty of that stuff ready to go so um 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, we we were instrumental in helping them get their stuff seen and, yeah, and get out there. But yeah, but we we didn't write any, or I didn't write any songs. Well, loving music as much as you do, and liking the to play these rock clubs, I wondered, do you ever? Uh think about uh, writing some music or getting involved in uh, having a band back you and doing some comedy rock of some type? I really had this idea that I kind of liked for a while and then woke up one day and I hated it. But it was to do a song that starts off, uh, so doing stuff, and people don't do it that much anymore, but it was kind of at the height of uh, Adam Sandler and Sarah Silverman and and, and uh, um, various other people who were doing songs in their sets, like full on full songs. And I, it was going to be about um, how I don't like that. And then there was there'd be like a musical bed that would come start playing underneath, and then it would turn into a full song about how I don't like it when comedians sing songs during their show. And I kind of worked on it. And I thought it was great, and then I was like, no, it's not great. I've changed my mind. So. That's a long-winded answer to that. No, nah, man, but but totally get it because it is few and far between when when a comedian gets up and and starts you know breaking out the guitar. Like I'll admit, there, there's a couple <laughs> times I'm not I'm yeah. not excited about that. Yeah, dude, if I don't I think anybody happen, is. Well, you know some good guitar players. You could have put it away. You could have Peter Buck play <laughs> guitar. Yeah, sure. I mean, that'd be you know that'd be uh, that'd be pretty amazing. But um, I did actually sing. Uh, sorry to keep going. No, it's great. I love mentioning it. all my past stuff. But there was a there was a special. Which one was it? I think it was bigger and blacker. Where I came out and oh, I had a I had a kid, a local kid, uh, in a bald uh, in glasses. Um, who was you know they'd introduce me and people go nuts. And then this kid would come out. We were like ten years old. Had a different kid for every place I went to and auditioned them and stuff online or whatever. And uh, and they would come out and do. <laughs> set i wrote for them as me <laughs> and then they would get upset then the kid would as me would get upset like what that's that's funny you, you, you know whatever this you guys suck this place and, uh, and then throw the mic down and he would leave and then i would come out and sing a song about like i can't remember what it was but how much fun we were going to have and what a good night we were going to have <laughs> awesome. so at the, be the beginning of uh i'm pretty sure it's bigger and blacker i want to say i saw you at the very end of the spike jones beast Boys documentary and uh, and I read that mm -hmm. your that your voice is sampled actually on Check It Out and uh, mm -hmm. you're in one of their videos and all this so uh, you That's must cool. be buddies with the Beastie Boys up there in New York right what's going on with that um, I mean you know it it was kind of a natural thing that just came out of a lot of mutual friends and I mean they're just the coolest guys and uh, you know uh, and MCA directed the uh, this thing that I did that was on. Uh, it, was, it was, I don't know what it was attached to. I think it was part of. Uh, it was Apple TV, yeah, that's right? That's awesome. I shot that. It was. It was something. It was. It, we did it a while ago. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Yauk is, yeah. you know, past. But, um, but, and he directed that thing. We shot it for a couple of days, and um, and I really got to know him then. Like I'd known him here and there. Again, lots of mutual friends, and uh, um, they were always, always super cool. But um, that's where I kind of really got to know them after shooting that thing with them and uh and yeah they're just you know uh just awesome man. guys freaking and, awesome yeah. that's beastie boys man they're legendary i mean that's just yeah. all there that's the only way you can describe them what else do you like to listen to man if you're not listening to beastie boys or or something some variation of that like what what do you like to what keeps your ears full i mean i've i pretty much run the gamut the only thing i don't the only thing i don't really 
listen to a lot of is jazz. I'm not a big jazz fan. Um, like new jazz. I don't like the, the I don't like that stuff. I'm not a big uh, EDM guy either or new country. Um, although I've I love uh, Dixie Chicks now, just the chicks. I know. You, uh, I know one you don't like is uh, Creed. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Creed. That's that's just sort of manufactured angst. It sounds completely bull. Like just uh, um, and there's there's that there's that kind of music that was really popular for like three or four years. That kind of twee indie kind of Imagine Dragons Mm-mm. and. The, the author, the, you know, whatever, and I, I really that twee stuff, uh, you know, whatever, ma- monsters and magnets, whatever the, whatever they are, and uh, I can't stand that stuff. The stuff that sounds like it was written Maroon Five. So, say what? Like Maroon Five is in that category too, right? Manufactured hey, pop that, sound. Well, yeah, but that's more rocky. That's more rocky. I mean, they're good melodies, but they're just the production of it is so twee and cloying and it just sounds like they wrote it going hey guys let's let's sell it let's write this song we'll sell it uh to a sneaker company and we'll make millions of dollars you know <laughs> if it's i had the ability a, i'd a, probably a do it too though yeah but then i i just don't i'm not interested in listening to it i'm an old country guy I man that's what i was raised on up in in dalton georgia so mm-hmm. that's what i listen to most of the time is old country like keith whitley and waylon jennings and just stuff like that that i love that i grew up mm-hmm. on so yeah yeah, yeah man, that yeah, stuff's that all great. good and yeah and classic rock and look some old old hip-hop and and my son who's oh, 18 yeah. he's yeah. he's into newer hip-hop and he introduces me to some of that stuff and i dig it yeah it's that stuff yeah all good. yeah there's some amazing great stuff it's 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 really disappointing that you know kanye turned out to be the uh, crazy uh because it's you know some of his stuff is just amazing it's brilliant, and i'm yeah. really like kendrick lamar the last three albums kendrick lamar albums are amazing i mean they're all great but really beyond amazing and uh uh, but there's there's a, a one I told Kevin Kinney this because uh, I, I know he produced it. Um, uh, but there's a woman in Nashville named Elizabeth Cook who's really really good. She it, is great. It's like new country, but it's rock and it's. Okay. Uh, 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 I got her last album. It's great. Um, oh. There's a, a woman in Atlanta. I've, I've never seen him live, but I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Matiel, oh. uh, who's also really good that's awesome that yeah we'll to look that one up speaking of being down south atlanta man southern food is good obviously you said sometimes you eat some barbecue in north mm. carolina and stuff like mm. that and, and, and mm. man soul food a little meat and three action are there mm. any restaurants mm. that you look forward to hitting on tour especially through the southeast like that, that braves fans might go to well i can certainly tell you you know in i think in, in let, me, let me preface this by saying uh it was a Sad, sad day in this house when we found out that the grit closed in Athens. Mm. That was, I I have gotten in my car and just driven up to like I'm going to go to Athens and just eat at the grit. I'll I'm just going to drive up there because I mean I would get cravings for a golden bowl. Uh, I yeah, that was just sad when that closed down. But um, I mean in Atlanta I love the. Kevin Gillespie restaurants. I love Gun Show. I love the concept. I love eating there. There's a, um, I'll tell you one thing that I'll go out of my way to go get the boiled peanuts at the Earl. Um, oh, nice. I don't know yes, if you've had the boiled peanuts. So good. I don't know. They're better than any other boiled peanuts I've ever had. <laughs> Except on the side amazing. of the road up in like Blue Ridge somewhere. I mean, those I those are legit. Them. I mean, t- t- tell me how they're better than the Earl's. Go, go. <laughs> 
we'll Drive do a, a pack. I'll wait. Yeah, I'll we'll, wait. we'll do a taste I'll test. Hang on the phone. We should do a taste <laughs> test. Put on. I have to drive over to Blue Ridge. I'll be right back. <laughs> It'll take me a minute. I'm just saying that's that's what I grew up on. You know, you you go yeah yeah you go yeah. over the mountains and there was some random dude sitting in front of a Chevy S10 sure. pickup truck with a little fire and a kettle and he was selling bold peanuts. Mm-hmm. Dude, they would make the best flavors it was just there was just so stinking good so the earl band well, they've got some living up to do then they're they're good try them i'm, I'm telling going you to. they're really really good i mean all their food is yeah. good at the earl but the boiled peanuts are like addictive what about in brooklyn but, um, uh no boiled peanuts in brooklyn well, no way right <laughs> i didn't expect it but like places that that you recommend people like that that listen to this podcast and go to braves games mm-hmm. like when they're in new york what where do you recommend they sure. go eat because there's 10 million places I mean, there's, it's, uh, you got to narrow it down. Do you want, you know, Burmese or Singapore or yeah, El Salvadoran right. or, <laughs> I mean, there's everything here. So, and there's a, a great version of everything. Um, I will tell you, here's, here's what I would recommend. Um, there's a little place, tiny little place, hole in the wall called Times Square. Okay. And it's got something called the M&M store. And uh-huh. it is an absolute delight. Artisanal. Uh, hand cr- no, all right. Uh, Very traditional too, because they have all the all the flavors, all the different peanut yeah. and regular plain, and they you can even make one big bag of all the different assortments, which you can't get anywhere else. Why not? Why not? I would, yeah, I would urge anybody just skip Times Square. It's awful. No, I mean it's maybe just go there for ten minutes, look up, and go, wow, See these it, are yeah. a lot of big. These are big screens, and then somewhere that real New Yorkers go to. But I would tell you this for Brooklyn. Brooklyn's big. It's huge, you know. Um, and but they're they're after, or I shouldn't say after, like during the pandemic, they started this thing called the Open Streets Program. And there are, I think there's like eleven of them, kind of around Manhattan, Bronx, Queens, and Brooklyn. And there's one uh, not far from my neighborhood, and it's uh, and they all stayed. That was the thing. Like well, after the pandemic was over and everything, I shouldn't say it's over, but you know what I mean. When we kind of going back to normal, and uh, and they've kept this thing. It's very European, so the the street closes down to traffic. And I'm talking like nine blocks, wow. you know, on the, a big wide street with a median. And on the weekends, uh, Friday evening and all day Saturday and Sunday. It's closed traffic, and all the families go out, and the kids are hanging out on their, you know, scooters and bikes, and just, you know, people bring out chalk. And I'm talking like, you know, a, a quarter of a mile long, uh, if, if not longer, you know, half mile, all the way up to the park to the Prospect. And, uh, um, and people hang out, and they bring everybody takes gets food because there's tons of restaurants and bars and you just hang out you meet your neighbors it's usually you know you'll be hanging out there it's like oh there's a bunch of people on stilts walking by and now here's a drum line (laughs) and now here's a you know a band that's playing you know and now the people are learning to you know doing yoga salsa you know what well (laughs) um but uh it's really great and and uh, you know it kind of closes down winter uh of which we don't really have much of a winner anymore but um you know when when it when baseball season starts they'll be back out and i would it's just a really 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 pleasant nice thing especially if you got kids and you know there's uh, ice cream stores and everything there's all kinds of good food and and you go to the bodega and get a a tall boy and just 
hang out drinking on the median. There's tables and chairs, and people bring stuff, and everybody just gathers. It's really, Love really it. cool. I like that. Uh, Sense so of community. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. I like that, dude. We just appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. I just say that first of all. And then I want to say that uh, I want to encourage everybody to go out and check out the Worst Daddy in the World Tour because it is going to be fun. It's going to be uh, funny. Anytime you can get to see live stand-up, it's good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, as, a, as I always do, I'll be taping the set. But to see it live is just a different experience. And, and again, these rooms are a little more intimate than the theaters and it's just been a blast i've been doing this set around for a little while and it's really 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 fun anytime you're in town i mean obviously you're gonna be here april 27th please swing by the braze well, radio network i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna come see some games my my That's sister awesome. has an in with some of those guys and i know they the braze reached out i, I was at a uh mets game with jason sudeikis and we were sitting there and the camera caught us and uh and i had my braves you know stuff on so they've reached out and they're like uh, you. you know anytime you're you're down there down here you know let us know so i'll i will find for sure find some time and try to drag my maybe i'll take the whole family boy. my wife can take my daughter if she's like you know, having a meltdown and not interested yeah but, they got like know, a whole well, they got like a whole like arcade area in the stadium and the, the battery's pretty yeah, impressive great. yeah i mean it's a, it's a it's a good facility and you know david uh april 27th when you're in town to play the variety playhouse here in atlanta um the Braves are playing the Marlins, and it's a day game, so maybe we could all get to that one. Yeah, and they should win that one. Yeah, <laughs> there we go, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the cherry yeah. on top right there. Yeah, there you go. Good heavens. Yeah. Ice cream and baseball. That's a gimme. That's right, absolutely. Yeah. The Marlins stink. As long as that is not pitching, then we, Seriously. We, we stand a really good shot. That's exactly yeah. right, man. And, and we're tired of people hitting our guys, especially Yeah, they Miami. like to hit Acuna, they, those guys. Every time, man. Makes me want to go to burn down Miami when they do that. Did you see that Acuna home run he was playing uh, in Venezuela? Yes! And he crushed it. And that crazy celebration <laughs> that went on for like a minute long. <laughs> like, it was nuts. And then the people <laughs> stormed the field. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then, but apparently his family got uh, seriously hassled like a couple innings later. Really? Oh, I didn't hear about that part. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's no good. Yeah, not not cool at all. But, but uh-huh. yeah, that was the, that was the craziest. That was the greatest, ever. Man. <laughs> that's the beauty um, like i love that latin american flair I, I know it can be taken too far and i get it because i find myself in the middle i don't know about you as we talk to david cross wrapping up here i don't know about you but like i like a little flair i'm okay with a little oh, flair i'm not saying yeah, you gotta yeah. se- i'm not saying set the outfield on fire i'm totally with you yeah you can you can show a little emotion you can i, love it. I mean yeah what he did was a bit over the top <laughs> well, yeah sure, exactly but- but, I mean, yeah, I have no, you know, all this stuff about showing people up. But that's like a weird leftover hangover old culture thing from, like, the 50s. Yeah, go go ahead. You yeah, know, man, have show a little emotion. It's yeah, fun. have a ball. It's make, it a, make it a fun game because it is a fun game. Let the kids play. That's what and we, we like it. The, yes. The, the fans like it. That's exactly you know? right, man. There's nothing better when somebody hits a bomb like Acuna and he's celebrating, he's happy, he's put his team yeah. on his back. As a fan, you're like, that's my guy. Let's go. Yeah. I, I I want everybody to be able to do that except for Bryce Harper, but everybody else gets to do it. It's fine. <laughs> right. yeah. Bryce, he's done all right. I think he's going to be okay. David Cross, thank yeah. you so much for your time. We appreciate it. I want you to go visit David Cross or official davidcross.com on Twitter at David Cross with three S's, C-R-O-S-S-S. 
Instagram, Facebook, official David Cross as well. Go check him out on the Worst Daddy in the World Tour with special guest Sean Patton. Get all the dates on his website because it's not just the ones that we gave in the Southeast. There, there, there are several others. Dude, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Absolutely, man. My, my pleasure. It was great talking to you guys. Yeah, hopefully we'll do it again soon, and uh, hopefully we'll see you down here at the ballpark getting the yeah. uh, getting a, getting the Braves game. You will. Man. All right, buddy. You will. You will. Take care. All right, man. Thanks, see David. Thanks. See you, man. Bye. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the warrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.